I am unashamed. What about you? I just sent some uh, a couple of books to uh, one of our listeners that lives in New York City in an apartment in Manhattan. And I was like, man, you! I feel like when I'm talking to, to somebody in a place like that, it's like you're behind enemy lines. That's what I feel like. Yeah. You're just one of our guys, you know. Oh, a lot of good people. Oh, they are. They are. I know. It just, it just, I think of it that way because, you know, you see so much bad on the news and stuff. But, but remember when we took those guys duck hunting, those firemen from New York? Yeah. Oh, New Jersey. Uh, no, they were they their, their they were station in New, was in New York. I know, but uh, they lived in New Jersey. Yeah, and they drove. but I mean, those, I mean, those were some great guys. Oh, there's a yeah. lot of great Fantastic. people there. You know, it's like anything else. I mean, but you just you kind of don't ever, unfortunately, see uh, them. They you know? they've made a mess of it. Yeah, you know, because and look, I I feel like every time I talk to somebody from California, New York City, I'm just like, oh, because. We see the sort of the politics of it, and you feel like you're there. But they love it, you know. This, they grew up there. But y'all it's, watch the you know. news, so y'all are <laughs> y'all are more uh, led. You know, you just subliminally you're putting that stuff. Or y'all just, need to just listen it, to worship music all day. Yeah, don't watch the news. Jace just lives in this little bubble of. I always the, feel I'd walk in and have other little earpods <laughs> on. Now you see, you know, now it's you see people walking down the street. You can go wireless. It's amazing technology. What's happened? Oh, it really is. I wonder though. That's is another it... road I haven't been down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can add that to his no protest and no golf list. He yeah. said that one day. Somebody was at the duck blind. They had those ear, you know, wireless. He's like, "What kind of hearing aid is that?" <laughs> I didn't even respond. <laughs> Actually, he... you're about to start. You'll be using them in the next two weeks because we start promoting your book. It, they're the best way to hear these people that you're talking to through the computer, you know, because I've been doing a lot of Skype stuff, and so mine have been fantastic because you can hear. Lisa and I do them together. I put one in one ear, and she puts the other one in her ear, and we do these, you know, How deals cute. together. Yeah, and it's it's kind of romantic. Yeah, you gotta get so you got a couple extra of them on you? Oh, yeah. We'll I'm going to have some. you taken care of. We'll get you yeah. some for Christmas. That, I just want to see you wear them. That'd be awesome. He, he will, because they're, they're the easiest way. I mean, now they don't have the cords, which is it's so much better, because, you know, you can just... Will the thing stay in your ear? Well, people's ears are different. They stay in mine. I don't have a problem, but I mean, sometimes look. people... My, Mom says she found out she had... She never knew she had tiny ears until the pandemic. Well, you're having to wear a mask. Where her ears are tiny. She asked me if I knew. I said, Mom, I, you have hair. I, I know. I, I never knew you had tiny ears. And, but her ears won't hardly hold a mask on her face because her ears are so small. Did you know that? I've never checked out her ears that close. <laughs> I hadn't either. I had no idea. And she I didn't usually know don't inspect ears. No. Not you know from my own thought about ears is weird. Is The older you get, your ears get bigger. But you can hear less. Really? Yeah, I know that you well, can yeah, take your hands and put them behind your ears and fold your ears a sixteenth of an inch, just on both yeah. sides, and you can hear way better than you could with them where they are. Yeah, I, just fold them out. Just to look, just put your hand <laughs> behind them. Watch. You, you yeah. take your hands and look. You take your ears. <laughs> And move it just a so little you would bit. just have to walk around like we this. need a device. Hey, he does. I laugh every time he does it. Now we'll go out because yeah. Phil can't hear like he used to. Right. Of course, I can hear. I was like, you hear those ducks? And look, Phil, he he assumes the position. <laughs> you, <laughs> you fold those ears a yeah. little bit, and you can hear. Just like so turn on a switch. So your canals or whatever have have something. It's something's happened because they used to not. It wasn't like you that know, before. You, right? you notice a dog or a deer. Their, their ears when they're like this, but they've got the ability to go. They they move their ears like this. Even a dog, he'll take his ear, he'll go, he'll hear a sound and he'll fold them a little bit. Well, humans don't have that, but we need to have that. <laughs> well, so come up with a device. Need, who do we talk to? That make your ears a device <laughs> who do we that, that folds them out a little bit and give you a little more on top. And you say your hearing will be remarkably better. What? Well, you, maybe you could have with the new. What do they call the? the Somebody ear, will ear. make this. By the way, I should have told them. I've got an idea. What is the? What are the wireless ear things? We called? want them to earbuds. Do it Go for it and make you a million right. dollars. And send one uh, to us. But man. are they called earbuds that you put? 
the wireless. What are, what are those things called? Airbuds. Airbuds. what mine are. So called. what you need is if you just had a little, you know, something that attached to the back of your ear. That is correct. Look, and then maybe a watch. I have it hooked up to your watch, and you can move it. That that's way you right. wouldn't have to stand there. Because it's right. always funny every time you do that when we're out. <laughs> I see him doing it over there. And they say, what's he doing? I was like, he's trying to hear better. <laughs> you hear way better. I always thought you were just like catching, trying to catch nope. the sound. I mean, I've you done it. You fold your feel... ears. Your ears are fairly large. You fold them at a little different angle. Just bring them forth a little bit. Mm. And look, I've checked it on the television. I can turn it down real low. I fold those ears, doesn't hear it perfect. I said, my ears are not, are not, I need to be able to move them. Animals can do it, but humans not so much. Well, somebody needs to so some department in Saltwater decided that uh, animals needed it and we didn't. Well, that's why I brought up the size. What department gave animals the ears to have? But why, why would the evolution process make your ears bigger if you hear less? Why would, if we evolved and we're the top of the line in the animal world, why is it all the animals below us can hear better, see better, jump higher, or what's stronger? Faster. Yeah, run faster. Why, why? What happened? I mean, we're going downhill. Their ears and eyes are way, the animal world, way better than ours. Why did we go down and theirs went up? If we evolve from them, we ought to be able to see better, hear better, jump higher, run faster. The animals got us. <laughs> yeah, depending on which animal. Yeah. I mean, I'm faster than a turtle, can hear better. Yeah. Yeah. But slower them. than a cheetah or a lion. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Bones are scattered all over Africa because of that. Yeah. That's right. And none of them... They don't have that soul feature or the season, what I call the season. They don't that's season right. their food. They don't appreciate a good sunset. You know, no, that's they right. don't pay I mean, it's like the it. other day I, when I caught the frogs, I talked about on the last podcast, and you had given me that corn from the farmer, the sweet corn. Mm -hmm. And so when I well, came. Hey, it was good corn, wasn't it? Oh, so that's what I ate. I had, I had five frogs, and I cut them up like a chicken because they were so big. If you cut, here, here's the way to eat a big frog. You got to cut him into four pieces, which sounds barbaric, but I mean, it's just what you do. So I have two legs, the back, and then the front arm. That's the part. You did that, save uh, the backbone because it's good gnawing. Oh, the backbone. But, <laughs> gnawing but, material. But that big, you Not gotta, a lot of meat, you, you but have there's to, enough there to where you can enjoy the gnawing. No, I like uh, the backbone of catfish too. Same but way. wait a minute here. If a frog backstrap. It, it, even though it's just a little, these were huge frogs. If you take out, take off the top sheen, because you need to take that off. It's hard to do with a pair of catfish skinners mm -hmm. when they're big. It, it's just like it is like the crab meat of it, it. That reminds me of crab meat. That's right. The sweet meat. Yeah, the legs are more like a. It, it'd be like a chicken leg that was white meat, but but was moist. Mm -hmm. I mean, these were a little chewy because they were huge. But here's what's funny. Well, I had all these young girls for camp that were staying with us because the coronavirus, they said, we're going to have camp for high school, but you can't stay overnight. I, I don't know why, I guess, but. It didn't make it, sense to me. Yeah. So they had, so we had to split it's the, up. It's the rules. So let's put 10 of them in my house. Well, how's that? You know what I mean? I'm thinking, well, that's going to make it worse. Now I'm living with 10 other people that I don't know. It sounds nightmarish to me. <laughs> no, it was good. I mean, we looked at his opportunity. It's different Jesus. when you have a teenage girl, Dad. It's not. Yeah, I talked about it. I mean, we, 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 we're, I'm trying to bring yeah. these people to Jesus. And Missy and I led the worship for camp that week. So we both came out, gave a presentation the first night. She taught him a song. And, uh, boy, she's getting more and more courageous. Because what we did was we did this thing about uh, introducing Jesus. You know, I had them close their eyes, picture Jesus, or picture God. And I told you all the number one answer, nothing. <laughs> mine goes blank. You know? They're all, like, embarrassed. I'm like, don't be embarrassed. That's, That's why okay. we're here. That's we're right. out in the woods. You've come to the camp. You want to get to know Christ. We need a visual image. And so what we do is then Missy teaches them the songs, you know, all a cappella. Then the last night, which was last night, 
Missy kind of gave the, uh, she went back to what we talked about, about picturing Jesus. And she did something really cool. She's like, uh, how many of y'all know this song? And she sang that song, I Stand Amazed in the Presence, you know. But she did it like most churches do it. She's like, y'all sing with me. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus. And everybody jumped in, you know, yeah, okay, it's pretty good. And she said, well, what were you thinking about during that? Well, nobody's thinking anything, you know what I mean? Because that song's like 200 years old. Probably not that long, but it's old. It's pretty old. And she said, then she read this thing about Jesus was not somebody to look at who was, you know, necessarily good looking or stood out. She he was Middle Eastern carpenter. She kind of gave this visual image. You know, if he came, what happened if he showed up right now? Probably in sandals, you know, normal looking guy. But by his, and by the way, actions, he's not white. Yeah. Middle He's not white. That's He's a I person said, of color. That's why I said Middle Eastern. Yeah. But look, she said, and what would he say? Based on what we've read in the book of John and all that, and she went through it, you know, I love you, I'm here for you, I forgive you, you know, all the good stuff yeah. about Jesus. And she, and, you know, I'm life, I'm indestructible. She goes through this long list. I was really impressed with her. And then she said, so now I want you to close your eyes and picture that. And she just sang by herself, like, real slow. I stand amazed in the presence, you know, of Jesus. Then they started singing in. Well, it was a totally different dynamic because now you're actually thinking about the object of your faith in a in a personal way. And uh, so it's fun. I, I was getting chills just hearing her her give that. But that was awesome. I, I was I started telling that story, which because what was funny is I knew they were in there. Well, I had these five frogs, and one of them was the biggest one I'd ever caught. And so I, when I walked in, of course, it was like, I don't know, 1230. Well, they're all up. They're oh, in yeah. there eating chips and dip. Oh, yeah. I said, y'all want to see what I caught? And they were like, they had no idea what I was talking about. They didn't know I was frog. <laughs> they were like, sure, yeah. There's a girl from Indiana, a couple from uh, Texas, a couple from Washington. Which, by the way, the kids told me. They loved the way it went this year at camp by not being out there because they got to go sleep somewhere air conditioned. Like, that's, well, that's yeah, true. I mean, I didn't think in about some that. way, because camp is pretty rough on them. They're sleeping with no air conditioning. And they meet up with frog hunters. And they, and, yeah. so I went and got the two biggest frogs. And I held them behind my back, you know, because all I said was, Y'all want to see what I caught. What <laughs> kind, before you finish, what yeah. kind of sound came forth from a little t- bunch of teenage high school girls when the yeah. frogs came you, forth? You were taking away my punchline. Because I didn't think about that. I guess I thought they would be like, oh, cool. Yeah. When I oh, yeah, took those two frogs and showed them, my head, I'm talking about your ears. My ears started ringing, and it's like everything slowed down, and I was like, what is that sound? They went That's- from joy to sheer yeah. terror. Screaming at the top of their lungs. Look. And, <laughs> and half, of them, half of them took off running. <laughs> yeah. And so, look, Missy come out. We woke her up. She's just looking bewildered, like, what the heck's going on here? She was basically to chew somebody out. I'm like, I caught the biggest frog I've ever caught in my life. And she was, I could just see the fire ready to come out. And I thought, oh, well. So, look, I told that story to say this. So the next night when I cooked the frogs, I'm like, they wouldn't eat them because they had seen them before. Yeah. Uh, Karina, you know, my Nicaraguan daughter, she's like, no. I said, I got corn. I'm cooking corn and frogs tonight. She said, I will have the corn. I will pass on the frog. <laughs> and I said, no, this frog is good. You want to eat this? And she was like, I cannot eat that frog. I'm out. I'm out on the frog. And I said, you know what? Best news I've heard. I was more, say, more from me. I don't mind. If you only have five, I don't mind. I'm not going to talk you into eating the greatest thing that I can provide for you. Okay, I'll eat it. She wouldn't even try it. No, she wouldn't try it. So, But it was a really great experience for the week i think we you know we we introduced jesus in a, Jace, in a real way it, you, you you enjoyed striking fear at a bunch of little girls <laughs> Phil, i'm not lying i did not know they were gonna res- I, oh, it's a good frog night, Jace. what are you well, so you brought up girls. you brought up an interesting point yeah. uh and all of these kids education up through these are what 10th graders 11th graders you know, I don't Seniors, know. Seniors. Yes. High schoolers. They were high school. Hang on, Dan. Let's take a break. 
So one of our new sponsors is a, a group called scoremaster.com, and I didn't know much about this until I did a little research into it, Jace. But these guys are basically help you lower your credit. Let's see. Let me get, do that again. So what these guys do is they help you raise your credit score. Yeah. So it so you have a higher number. Apparently, when you're trying to you know buy a boat, buy a house, do you know buy your ATV, you have to go and get a loan, and it's hard to get a loan if your credit number is lower, which means you may have yeah. Had some they problems. just look down and see your credit number and say. Heck no. Or we're going to have about 6 or 8% more interest on us. That's the kind of the way it works. So it's really hard for people that are just starting and all that and struggling because, you know, the score is low. So these guys have a way. It's a great system uh, to help raise that up. I mean, they talk about some that have raised 61 points in less than 20 days. So obviously it can help you and help you quickly uh, if you need these guys. So we want you to check them out. Uh, scoremaster.com slash Phil. That's scoremaster.com slash Phil. Get your credit score up. I mean, they were so adults. So in the education but, system, are yeah. these people even remotely aware of a common green frog? <laughs> None of them knew a frog got that big, which I did have the biggest one I'd ever caught. Well, yeah, you've already... so. So they were thinking a little bitty frog jumping around on the garden. Well, they they were thinking think anything. They said, didn't. I said, y'all want to see what I caught? I, guess. I love it, though, that Jason's hacked <laughs> like it was a total surprise as he's hiding them behind his back. Yeah. I mean, they were... <laughs> You know, I'm trying big, to get in my mind what a bunch of teenage girls. Oh, I know exactly. When what two was. bullfrogs just are in their face, <laughs> That's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Karina just like took off running, and I never saw her again. She went to the room, closed the door, and locked it. She, she probably got, didn't sleep a wink all night, looking thinking about it. Like, but I will say though, they will never forget that no. as long as they live. You know these people. What are wrong with the? What is wrong with these people? I told me. Missy, last night, same response. I walked out to let my dog out. Well, I saw something run from under my truck. I mean, you know, my I'm living in town here. It was I, one of the girls. He's in no, the no, I knew it was some kind of. <laughs> I knew it was a four footed critter. <laughs> they were still, but, they were still hiding out where, where the frog was going to. Well, get. the first, my first impression. But look, he's he's in in my lair here. He's in the under the garage under my truck. And I saw it take off running, and my mind was trying to process, that's the biggest rat i ever seen in my life. That's what I thought. I thought, I got a rat problem. Because I had seen some droppings the day before. Yeah. I told Missy, I said, I think we got a rat. And she's like, what? I said, well, I saw some droppings out in the yard. I think it's about the size of a rat. And she's like, I'll get the exterminator. I was like, no, I'll, I can kill a rat. That's my department. But anyway, so this thing Yeah, you're running. so good about stuff around the house. We've already established that fact on the podcast. Yeah. Get yeah. it done. Mr. Mr. Handyman. Oh. So I take off running after the rat. And, uh, well, the closer I got, because it's running wide open. And I'm running wide open. Now I'm, I'm crossed into the neighbors. I'm more wanting to just see what it is. Somebody has security cameras see Jay's in our neighborhood. They're going to think he's some kind of crazy man running around. Well, look, I get to my neighbor's yard, and... That thing's running wide open, and it looked like it just went into the side of their house. And I thought, that looked like, I mean, the brick. I said, that was weird. Well, now I need a light because it's, a, you know, I'd gotten out of the light. So I went back, got a light. I looked, there was a little bitty hole in the ground right where they're under their bricks. So I got to look in there and can't see anything. But the more I processed it, I realized it's a possum. It, uh, but it was a small possum. Yeah. Uh. So I come and he make, went in that hole. He went in the hole going wide open, which was pretty impressive. Well, and if you've so, ever seen a wood duck fly into a yeah, hole, in a tree. it's amazing. So I told me, I walked in, I said, there was a possum in the garage. She went, ah! <laughs> I said, it, it's gone. There's nothing to scream about. It's a possum. <laughs> but it just, the announcement of that caused a verbal scream. <laughs> I thought, what's wrong with these people? Jace, you need to get out of that subdivision. <laughs> <laughs> All the women in the subdivision combined, Jason. That's bad, bad for a man's character. Well, the yeah. thing about our place, uh, Jay's our subdivision is a little different because we have big air, our lots are all big 
acreage. Plus, you have deer walking. We had, right. What's oh, I'm saying? Yeah. We got we got a lake. There's deer all over my property. You know that. And we're through. in town. But oh, you know, yeah. there's a bottleneck. I looked at the GPS, and I can see that right along the interstate. There's woods. And it goes all the way. There's a certain little section that stays connected all the way to our yard. That's and I'm right. like, that's why the, that's where those deer, that's even right. though it's in town, yeah. they, they're smart enough to figure out, stay it's out of the animal, hunting It's an animal corridor. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And that's why we see a lot of stuff there, you know. Plus, you know, Willie's just built him. He's just basically built us a little sanctuary there. To, you know, well, a, a so, deer, that a deer, there was a small deer it, that was stuck in Willie's gate that opens up his house so i, I saw a picture of it, but i couldn't figure it out the deer got stuck in it like it tried to because it's like these iron bars well, he got it he got through there but then the hams wouldn't go through so it was a little small deer just hung up in the gate well that's fortunate yeah and someone showed me a picture there that was so weird and so 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 somebody saw it you know how it is willie didn't see it initially and then somebody called animal control so two guys show up with this deer, because the deer can't get, you know, he's well. That's embarrassing. To, yeah. Now you got somebody animal control. Animal control. Get a deer out of your that's fence. Exactly. Down right. in this neck of the woods, I am. Yeah. Animal <laughs> control. I thought that was our God-given responsibility. <laughs> yeah. So then, so what they did was the, these two people got on each on one ham and pushed that deer through. And the deer took. And off. then the deer took off. You know, across Willie's yard. How much did it weigh? Ah, it under hundred pounds. It looked oh. like a like a half grown yeah, doe. Yeah, it wasn't big. Half grown doe. It was. I just don't think I could have done it, boys. <laughs> I mean, if it's in my fence in my yard, Jimmy well, Red Gibson would have been <laughs> had fried deer steak. That's what I'm going. That's where I'm going. That's why I was saying. I mean, I'm like, you know, the Lord will provide. Here we go. <laughs> well, if they're getting hung up in so your fence, what about so, this you know? this self defense thing? <laughs> Self-defense thing. That, that I didn't know we were turn. talking about self-defense. <laughs> Someone contacted us. In, uh... Oh, he's talking about this is a question uh, from Stephen that had asked us uh, about. You know, we, he said, I hear you talk about murder. And he said, I agree that obviously murder is bad. But what basically, how do you defend yourself from an idea of, from the Bible. In other words, where does the line cross? He, he knows the laws of the United States, which, which, you know, someone's coming in your house. Well, this now to me, this is a common sense question. Yeah. I mean, well, if you, but he's saying, what's, is there a biblical answer? Remember, well, first of all, remember this, we was, love our neighbor. We offer forgiveness. That's always going to be, what you go now? You know if now if someone is firing upon you, which we recently had happen to us. Okay, defend yourself. I well, mean, we all it, bought some more guns. Well, yeah, happened. I'm. Which, I'm by loaded. the way, that's why Jay. We talked about in the last podcast. You're talking about why Jay kept emptying clips and everything because yeah. he's that's that's a new gun. He just wants to just keep shooting. Yeah, it. That's got to remember this but, was written pre-firearm. Uh, for instance, if a thief, this is Exodus 22, because someone asked, you know, if I have the right to protect myself, biblically speaking, what am I to do? So first I'll just give you the about the only thing I could come up with, other than Jesus saying, how many swords do you have? I sent you out. Uh, uh, when I sent you without money, bag, knapsack, Luke 22, uh, did you lack anything? This is verse 35. So they said nothing. 36, then he said to them, but now he who has a money bag, let him take it, and likewise a knapsack. And he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. So he did say, you know, carry a couple of swords. So you Which said, is well, interesting because most people have characterized Jesus because of passages like turn the other cheek and other things as being strictly a pacifist, but that's not really true. Yeah. And, and I've always thought it was kind of unfair to, to we say Jesus, we say, well, we are, we're supposed to be like him, but he came here to die. Yeah. Like, in other words, that was his purpose that's to correct. give his life. So physically to give his life. Yeah. And so, you know, it to, for him to, of course he said, he, I came here to die, you know? So but, but it, the, the old Testament is filled with, I mean, it's a it's a rated R. It's a bloodbath. Well, and but just, God God was endorsing the movement 
into territory and and you know over and over conquest yeah, and, yeah. so somewhere in there it's like when i look at that i i realize this it's not pleasant nobody likes war right. it, it's bad but there are some things that happen in life you know when when the uh when the terrorists 911 yeah started flying planes into the empire state but you know i'm i'm standing up saying no wait a minute here you know, here we are as a country. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, not react. Just, just we're, we're going to defend ourselves. So, and and the best offense in that case is to go find those people who are doing that and say we're going to stop this. Yeah. Well, I believe there's something like that that is similar to why I brought up the Old Testament history, where in a world where we're living like this, their law and order must be kept. That's right. Hang on, uh, Dad, before you read that, let's take right. another break. So one of our new sponsors is um, we love these guys because uh, they make really good knives and they make them right here in the good old U.S. of A. Which I, I like U.S. products, don't you, Dad? I, you bet you. I'm off the the uh, China oh. connections for other stuff. So that's one of the things we like about it. Chinese stuff is the biggest pile of junk. <laughs> you sound How like, do you feel about it? You sound like Simon. Oh. It's a piece of junk. So, but, junk. Well, one thing we know for sure, KC Lund blades are not junk. They are awesome knives. They uh, are. We have some. They're super sharp. Use them for skinning, use it for whatever. Um, KC is uh, very passionate about it, has been for a long time. So he says God made him a special ability to make things, and he's always been drawn to metal and fire. And so I guess it was like us being drawn to ducks, right? So we want to encourage you guys to check these guys out. Uh, it's KC, the letters, KC Lund, L-U-N-D, blades.com. KC Lund, Check it out. Get you some good knives. Uh, under the law of Moses, if a thief, this is Exodus 22, verse 3. If a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies. He's halfway through the window, and you, you you put a baseball bat to him. Wouldn't be baseball back then. It's just been a club. Or well, they what, might have played baseball. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, I'm in a form of And it. so he dies. <laughs> the defender is not guilty. So he defended his home, and the guy's it. He, he's uh, not guilty of bloodshed. But if it happens after sunrise, he is guilt, guilty of bloodshed. So you can kill him if he comes well, in at night. Weird, that's a weird <laughs> one. That's why I gave it, because I'm thinking, that's a weird one. But I looked at the whole thing. Well, what was uh, your point on it? My point is, there was a time to defend your, oh, your He's property. saying that, you know. Somebody's breaking in your house at night, a thief. You can kill him under the Old Testament, club him to death. But if it's daylight, you can see who he is, whatever. What, what he was but saying now, was, is you have to look. Some of these laws back there, I, I'm saying as a general, that's why I said it's a common sense Throughout thing. the Bible, God said, work it out as a last resort. As far as it depends on you. As far as it depends on you. Live at peace. Yeah, Romans 12, and there he said, if, as far as it depends on you, try to, if it's possible, yeah. Try to live at peace with all men. Well, then so let here's me what say I got. This. But then Romans 13 says he set up the government's authorities and all that. To punish the wrongdoer. Right I got now. you. Okay. But here's what I ended up with, and it makes more sense to me than just to remember this. And that comes over, Jace, from one of your your uh, favorite texts in the Bible. And and I know it's, it sounds like uh, a strange uh, way to look at things. But this would work uh, in the, on the, the topic of love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Now just think about when somebody's life is on the line. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. you got to remember, when Jesus talked about, uh, when he talked about murder, he said, hatred, you get the same penalty. Mm -hmm. Just to hate your brother. You've heard it said from long ago, don't murder. But I tell you that anyone who hates his brother is a murderer. That's the way he put it. Right. You say, so hatred is on line with murder. So watch. I'm getting there. Do we have the right self-defense? Love is not rude. 
It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. If a person had these qualities, there would be no murders. Uh, It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, rejoices with the truth. Here's the key. Love always protects. Someone says, do I have the right to defend myself? Have these kind of qualities as you go forth. I looked up the definition of protect. You say love always protects. How? Uh, Protect to shield from injury. You love someone, you'll say, whoa, 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 that, that, what, that old tree is rotten. It's, let's, yeah. We need to get, get back. Don't get, don't get back behind the car. Well, be careful when you park. Hmm. Whether you're driving a vehicle, walking across your yard, you say, love. If you see someone fixing to be hurt, love means to shield, to protect, to shield from injury, to shield from danger or loss, to guard and look. Protects means to defend. You say, so your family is in jeopardy. Danger is out there and it's coming your way. You would love your family enough to say, I must protect you. If it happens to your neighbor, you would have every right to go over there and say, I love y'all and I see this gang coming. I see the mob coming after you. I'm going to stand my ground with you, and I'm going to help you. I'm going to protect you, whatever means possible. That's my view of self-defense. I think it's a good point. But, yeah, because if it's possible, you'd a lot rather have a Bible study with these five thieves that are going to take over your house and right. rape your wife and children. Right. You'd rather sit down with a Bible study. You love them enough to say, look, I'm going to spare you. I'm not holding – so far, I'm not holding against you. But you keep pressing forward, and you have weapons of war in your hands, and you're coming toward me or my family. But it also— uh, uh, I love my family enough to shield them and protect them. It, I think it that's also the goes, biblical view. It also goes in with that love does not delight in evil. That's right. I, I've had a lot of people who try that I've been in—I'm sharing Jesus with, or we have a situation uh, where let's just— you know, say so I guess the most prevalent one is is like where there's an affair going on, and the person involved in the affair they're justifying it. They're not. They're saying, "Well, this is this is love," and so now we've gathered at my house for some reason to try to work this out. Mm. And and so I'm like, well, "Wait a minute, you're trying to defend, you know, the betrayal of." Of you know you're betraying your wife, your kids. What I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, I messed up. That that's a different conversation. We have grace, we have forgiveness. But when you say I'm having the affair and it's love, I I would always go here and say, well, that that's not right. That's sinful. That's evil. It, because of that one phrase, which is it it has a problem because they're like, well, yeah, it's it, you know love is patient, it's kind. We're Protecting, we're trying, and then they're not acknowledging that what they're doing is is wrong, and so that's why when you're saying that love protects, it's because we have some kind of evil behavior. And that was just an illustration to share that. But if someone is trying to murder, or you know, steal, or or even if you don't know, to me down in Louisiana, if they break in your house, they're asking, you know, they're asking for protection right, right there. You you rise up down here, everybody has a gun, and they start shooting. Someone says, what about, though, if it's just you? No, no family members being attacked, just you. This is pretty interesting. Uh, husbands ought to love their wives. Check this out carefully, because I never really understood this until I started looking at what this guy asked about self-defense. Do I have a right to defend my person? Right. Uh, Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. You say, well, you can't love yourself. Yeah, you can. Sure. He who loves his wife loves himself. Right. So you say, hmm, uh, after all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it. Well, we're back on the... Love always protects, even your own person. 
When, if it gets down to I think to it. as long as someone's I, coming I at you fine. to, to do away condition. with your body, to do away with your body by killing it. Yeah. And you're sitting there saying, dude, I'd not rather study the Bible with you, but you know what? You, you, I, I, I have a right to protect myself. On one condition. If you're viewing it as made by the image of God. I mean, because selfishness usually, love of self is usually a negative thing. But when you're in this context, that's included. When you're acknowledging, I'm made by God. Well, you do love yourself in that light because you love God because He He made you like this, and you're gonna you have a right to exist. He gave you that right. Yep. Well, and uh, let's take another break. So one of our uh, one of our sponsors, Patriot Mobile. If you haven't made the switch to those guys, uh, their latest promotion may be what you're looking for. Right now, they give you a choice. Either get a brand new phone, or if you want to keep your existing phone, you get a month of free service. So it's a pretty cool deal. Uh, They're a Christian conservative company, uh, and compared to a lot of other phone carriers, of course, that's a big comparison. They've got plans that start as low as $25 for the U.S.-based customer service. They say it's number one. So you might want to check these guys out, nationwide 4G service. Um, 972-PATRIOT, that's 972-PATRIOT, or you can visit patriotmobile.com slash Phil to check these guys out and see if uh, you want to switch over to them. There you go, Phil. And uh, what happens is there's a case recently, you saw it this last year, I think it's a good illustration of people that go too far with this concept. You remember there was a there was a guy in I think it was in Georgia, and somebody saw him on a it was an African American guy. Somebody saw him on a camera walking by somebody's house. So these bunch of people they all they're all jumping their vehicles and they got their guns mm-hmm. and they're driving up and then they're setting up these little self checkpoints. Well, this guy comes up. They they assume it's the guy or whatever. They're going. One of them was a former police officer, but they were going to just make him a little citizen's arrest there. Well, then they arrest him over the gun, and well, then they shoot and kill the guy. Well, that's we went beyond self defense. Yeah. To then see what I'm saying? There's a yeah, everything's about context. Well, people may say that about you know people bombing the plane, but but still, that's why I brought up the government setting. You know, they're making decisions that we're going along with. When it's a personal setting, it's like the night. You were, you described the situation where you know they had fired in our neighborhood. Then you get a call, or, or you see somebody, gate. yeah, somebody shot your gate. But then you drove to the gate, and then you thought you knew where they were. But at that moment, you stopped and said, well, "Wait a minute here," which I think you did rightfully. Me too. Because once you leave the gate now, on based on third party information, they were on the outside of the gate. Yeah. And shot the gate, and I was on the inside of the gate. Yep. You said, "Well, but but if, it, if I had been there, stepped out behind a tree and started whacking them, so you go over there and look at the carnage on what's left of them, and there's four teenagers who are drunk up and on crystal meth. Well, it is, and they were no. shooting your gate, yeah. and you killed all of them. I thought about that. I said, you know what? I, I heard the gunfire. Yeah. I said, I'm not going up there because." They're probably on the other side of the gate shooting, yeah. or they've torn the gate down. Right. I said, but either way, if I go up there, there'll be some interaction here, and it won't be good. Yep. So I said, I'll just wait till in the morning. I waited till the morning came. I went up there and looked, and I saw the bullet holes in the gate, and I looked at from the bullet holes. I looked up there where I looked for holes. I looked up the road for hulls, didn't find any. They might have shot further on up the road, mm-hmm. but I didn't see any hulls. So I just got back in my truck and drove down here. I thought that was fudging a little bit. Even though they were shooting toward my property, I said, it's not ironclad enough. And to, they weren't shooting at me. And the audience, just so you know, so dad, the gate is like a half a mile from the house. So That's correct. It wasn't like it was, you know, a straight well, I heard the gunfire. Like, I could have uh, run in there quickly yep. and made a scene. But if it had been three teenagers drunked up, everybody would have said, what are you doing shooting those three teenagers? You, so the text is, do not repay anyone evil for evil. 
Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. Just think about living in a world where you have to be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. You're like, man, what an exemplary life that would be. Watch. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. If it's possible, he said. Some people make it very hard. Uh, Do not take revenge. Well, that's out. Uh, Leave room for God's wrath. It is written, it's mine to avenge. I'll repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. And doing this, you'll heat burning coals on his head. And then this, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. I'll just simply say, when they were stealing my fish, and I would run out there with a weapon, and I would confront them and, and, and take the fish back that they were stealing, but they kept stealing from me, and I kept having to throw down on them, mm. or oh, why are you stealing my fish? I was, making a, I was making yeah. a living by selling fish. <laughs> but one day I read this text. I was younger in the faith, and I said, be good to them. I said, that doesn't make any sense. Well, you I have said, the gun I, and the Bible. I, I said, how that would was I, the good I, transition. Yeah, I said, how would I know whether it would work or not if I never tried it? Yeah. So I go out there with the next group I caught. I had my gun with me, but not in my hands. Yeah. I just had it there in case they wanted to try to kill me. Right. Well, I run over to where they're trying to get my fish, and I said, boys, what are you doing? They said, well, we just wanted to know what was on the end of this rope. And I'd float on it out there in the river mm-hmm. going down to my net. I said, Just curious. I said, You knew. <laughs> I said, Look, evidently we want a fish fry and y'all didn't catch any. So you're going to steal my fish. Well, I said, Well, here's the good news of the day, boys. I'll give you the fish. And when I told them that, they looked at each other like he's nuts. Yeah. That's the look they got. And he's armed. Like, watch this one. He's got a weapon with him. He doesn't have it in his hand, but he's saying he's going to give us what we were trying to steal. So, look, I give them the fish, and I said, and they said, man, I think that'll do it. I said, you never know. I said, some others may show up. Let me give you plenty of them. I said, now, now the fish they were trying to steal are in their boat, and I gave them to them. I said, now, I said, next time you need any fish, I said, you don't have to steal them. I said, I'll give them to you. Why steal when you can get them for nothing? I said, have a nice day. Well, they cranked up their motor, and they kept looking back at me thinking, that, that dude is, is, has gone off the rails. Which is actually a good thing. Guess what happened? The people up and down the river, they quit stealing from me. Hmm. So, so I, I learned a valuable lesson there. The lesson I learned was, be good to your enemies. I'm like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm. I tried it in the case of the fish, and it worked. But they actually quit stealing from you because they thought you were crazy. <laughs> they thought you would kill I don't know whether they thought I was nuts. or whether they, an idiot would give us. Or, or, well, they you said, are well, an imposing figure. Now, some people might not have been like them, and they might have said, well, if he's that dumb, we'll steal everything he has. But in this case, no, they quit stealing my fish from that's me. That's why every Hollywood movie, when, I, they, when look, they have the crazy guy, he's always quoting scripture while he's, you know what I mean? And so they're looking at you like, that dude, Derek E. Here's the lesson. You know why they quit stealing? I've thought about it for years. I said, man, why did they do that? Because God had said it through the Apostle Paul in Romans 12. I tried it. It worked. And I thought, what was the, the, what was the, 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 the clincher there? What it was, I appealed out to their conscience, yep. if they had one. Yep. I appealed to their conscience. I wanted them to say, look, the old dude said he'd give us some fish if we ever needed any. We don't have to steal from him. He'll give them to us. Mm-hmm. So why would we steal? I appealed to their conscience, and it worked. And the short end of the story, ladies and gentlemen, you say, God was right all along. So I learned a valuable lesson there. I think that's what it means. You say, but what if your life's in danger? They're trying to kill you. You have the right to protect yourself. Well, as a last resort. Because what they're trying to do is evil. That's right. Which is my point. You're protecting from me. There is this, this overall 
good battle of good and evil, and we would it's much been rather here since they created. We would much rather do spiritual warfare. That's why you have verses that say because people are going to hear this. They say, "What about the verse that says we do not fight with the weapons of the world?" You know, ours do, demolishes strongholds, and Jesus. Every time they tried to to say, "Oh, we're going to take them by force," or he, nope. We're not going right. to take over the world in a military fashion. Remember, Peter but, cut the guy's ear off. He said, nope, we're not doing it. Yep. He said, nope, good, nope. Good point. And and what we do through the, through the introduction of Jesus to people is we demolish strongholds because it says we take captive or have the ability through the spiritual forces of good to take every thought and make it captive to to Christ, because that's the real problem. It's not really once you get to the war scene here, where we're having to defend ourselves with a gun. The mind of people that are trying to inflict these kind of heinous crimes on you—well, that's what we need to change. Yep. And we change that through this. Well, right. <laughs> and so that's our—that's what we want to do. But there, you know, if we have to go down this road, because you know, and we do. Because there are instances where you have to defend yourself. That's why I said it's more common sense. We I had think bullets. It is. We had bullets going through the Robertsons' houses around here. I mean, you some guys just shooting bullets. I mean, it could have killed any of us. Yep. Well, yes. right. Yep. And so, but people, that's a good point, Jay, because people here's what they miss about the Bible itself, which, by the way, is a weapon. Yeah. It it's, describes itself as a sword that cuts I believe it's more. Powerful Much more than powerful. any gun. But Way more. So, so people assume, they say, well, you had all this Old Testament, you know, this warfare and things happening, and God sanctioned this, and you're talking about Yahweh, and then Jesus comes along, and he offers this peaceful solution. It's the way a lot of people look at it. They don't understand it. What they miss, and this was a question from last time, is that Jesus was there. He was God all the way back. Yes, he was. He, he, was, he was the sanctioner of that. So when he came to earth— that's why you have to look at his context. He came here to die. What he told Peter was, "Is you're not, you're, you, you, I'm not defenseless. You're acting like I'm defenseless. Like I'm gonna c- cut this guy's ear off." He said, "Look, I can call- trust me on what I tell you. If I had been there running with Jesus personally, he by himself, I'm still doing it there spiritually speaking. But you say." After watching some of the things he had done, the last thing I would be thinking I needed was a sword. So what the Bible tells us is <laughs> yeah. that you didn't. The, the reason why the sword was so stupid is because Jesus, he's he said, I can call in ten thousand angels like that. I can snap the finger and there will be an army show up that That's will right. wipe everybody out. That's right. So what he was saying was, I'm not defenseless, but he, I came but he here came to here to die, which was the point. So that's why the context of that. People, I think they miss that because they look at Jesus as a pacifist and they're like, well, wait a minute, we're we're all Christians and so we, we can't defend ourselves because Jesus didn't defend himself. They don't understand that he came here to die. But everybody yeah. just tries to put it in a box and it just doesn't work. It doesn't I work. I mean, if you used an example, let's just take this as a weird example. You remember the guy, what was his name? Uh, Jim Jones or yep. whatever that that. Killed the pause and yeah. people took the pause. Well, well, think about it. It's man. all over. It's all over. The congressman he, is dead. He yep. took the Bible and basically, and this guy's a you know a whoremonger. He's on drugs. It, but and and it didn't start out that way. I'm sure at some point he was you know he came to Jesus like everybody else, right. and he got such a power trip. But at some point he started devoting his life to evil behavior. But he was doing it in the name of Christianity. And without one weapon, I mean, like what we think, a gun, or he leads hundreds to their deaths. And what I'm saying is somebody in that group, they had the same right to defend themselves. At some point, somebody should have stood up and said, no, this guy here is evil. And But it was so camouflaged and, and backwards that nobody said anything because like, oh, he's a preacher, or he no, he was an evil. I know over yeah, a thousand it, people. Well, well, right. Some and of them were stuff like that too. bothers yeah. me because you try to make these situations that make sense, and you got to look at good and evil from the light, you know, of this, which is you know the first time he's horning around on his what? Well, wait, we got a problem here. Yeah, this ministry needs to die yeah. until we get this from a spiritual. 
death yeah. is what I'm saying. Well, and that's know? why he, in that situation, that's why he left the country. He yeah. knew if he stayed in the U.S., somebody, somebody was going to break that up before but we you ever would think, got to think, I'm looking at these thousand <clears throat> people who, who committed suicide. You would think that common sense and, and a personal study of the Bible yeah, they're would have them. said, well, I mean, you say brainwashed, but it's like what we're talking about. We're having this. this Jace, th- there's, there's, a, there's a, not mi- open. There's a mighty throng of individuals that are in our streets. They're shooting the streets up every night. You say every one of them think they are absolutely 100% right. Mm-hmm. I see people Lawless. sending them money and companies sending them money. Oh, me. You're like, well, how much, well, what I'm saying how is much looting this... and burning and shooting would it take for somebody to say, wait just a minute here? Mm-hmm. What in the world is going on here? And at the you, same you would... time, I'm saying there are churches who are just as wrong, organizations, you know, these cult-like, who are doing same kinds of evil at the same time, and it, it's hard for the common man to kind of look around and say, "That's why I'm saying, look, you got this figured out for yourself, but don't take anybody's word for it, or don't just go join a group just because, oh, you know, we think this is justified." Yep. When evil behavior starts happening, you got to take a step back and say, "Wait a minute." So uh, I'll, I'll close it out <clears throat> with a quote I saw. Dad, I thought you'd like this. This was from a speech, and uh, this uh, person that said this said he was condemning the mobocratic, that's what he called it, mobocratic rampages now abroad in our land in which the lawless in spirit have become the lawless in practice. Abraham Lincoln, 1838. Mm. (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, even that that was almost 200 years ago. And These things have a way of repeating themselves. Exactly right. And you said he was saying that back then. And this is what's going on last yesterday. That's exactly right. So anyway, interesting. So we're so glad you guys were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook. And be sure and rate us on iTunes so that other people can know about the podcast.